My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions, that's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, everybody. Let's get things started with a word from our good friends at Callaway Golf, the makers of the Epic Driver and Fairway Woods, used by both Alex Noren and Kevin Kisner during their respective wins this past weekend. Backed by the jailbreak technology for unreal ball speeds, Epic is the number one selling driver of 2017 and has become the most talked about equipment story of the year. I literally had to retire my Epic Driver head cover so I could be left alone at the range. I mean, I love talking to people house. But, you know, I, I and I love extolling the virtues of jailbreak technology, but they see that epic head cover and they just want to come and, you know, chat. Let the man take let the man get a swing. Yeah. And frankly, it, it's a bit of a security issue at a couple of the ranges I go to. Um, don't want to turn your back oh. on that. Yeah, it's hot. It's a hot driver. So anyway, it's hot. With Father's Day coming June 18th, get your dad the gift of epic distance. Visit CallawayGolf.com slash Father's Day to shop the full Callaway Father's Day gift guide today. It is a great guide. You just hover your mouse over the products, over the little red dots. Uh, you get great info, prices, and then, of course, the cool customizing of the Epic, which house is really an amazingly wonderful uh, time drain just playing around with those colors and schemes and whatever you want to do with your Epic driver. So go to CallawayGolf.com slash Father's Day and check it out. Yo, pals, we're also very pleased to be brought to you this week by Proper Cloth. We're talking about properly fitted dress shirts, friends. Whether the collar is too tight or the sleeves are too long, something is always off when it comes to dress shirts. Luckily, ordering a custom fit shirt has never been easier thanks to Proper Cloth. They guarantee a perfect fit. Meaning that if somehow your shirt doesn't fit perfectly, they will remake it. That is, that, that is, let me repeat that. Remake it for free. Stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Start looking your best with a custom fitted shirt. Go to propercloth.com 
slash Shack House today. Enter gift code Shack House to save $20 on your first shirt. Do it today. Welcome to the Shack House. Today we're going to talk about Tiger Woods. We're going to discuss the Memorial Tournament, make a few picks, take a look at some of the U.S. Open futures odds, and talk to our special guest, Kevin Kisner, who just won the Dean and DeLuca at Colonial. House, greetings from Santa Monica. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I think I'm doing slightly better than our good friend Tiger Woods. Well, that's really not saying a whole lot. Uh, but, um, yeah, not a not a good time uh, in Tigerland. How you how you dealing with that? You're you're a big fan. Uh, I know you discussed this a little bit on Bill's pod with uh, Brian Curtis talking Frank DeFord and other things. But uh, for those who haven't listened, including myself, uh, y- your reaction. So I am disappointed, of course, um, but I don't think that this necessarily derails the Tiger from the goal that he set for himself for the balance of 2017, which is to get that back healthy, to get his his whole self healthy, and to come back playing competitive golf. Uh, The timing of that back surgery sets him up for yet another return at the end of November, early December. And we could see him playing competitive golf once again at the Hero Challenge down in the Bahamas. What transpired Memorial Day in the early hours of, of, of Memorial Day was uh, disheartening in a couple different ways. First of all, how stupid it was. Um, it, it, it is at this stage of the game incomprehensible that he now twice in his adult life has got behind the wheel of a car in an incapacitated state. The, the event at Windermere, uh, he was in no condition to be behind a steering wheel, and now the, this one as well. So that's unforgivable in the sense that, you know, he has the responsibilities that he has to his family and the people that, that are in his life, his loved ones that care about him. As, as far as I go as a fan, somebody that's rooting for Tiger to make his way back into competitive golf, it doesn't really affect my view of, of where he is at the moment or what he's, oh, come he's capable of. I, 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 You've got, you got to be kidding I'm me. I'm prepared to call this just a blip in the road. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now, Shaq. You can call me the now, all-time Tiger apologist. Uh, wow. You know, the... the Whatever syndrome, uh, the the dead dad syndrome. Yeah, but I'm I'm, wow. I'm still there. I nothing about the last 48 hours has changed my optimism for his ability to return to competitive golf. I, I just I'm speechless. I'm I'm absolutely speechless. I, I don't know what, what what I don't know what you are seizing on from this incident that makes you say. Uh, this is that th- th- this is a blip. That's it's uh, he 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 looks awful. It's he, you know, there was a report this afternoon. The car had two flat tires and was dinged up all over the place. Um, I, I, of course, his back feels better after the surgery. He's taking Vicodin like crazy now. I, I just don't I don't know what 
I and I want I really do want him to come back and be better and and to get his act together, but I just don't know how this can be a blip. The time of day, the the optics of it, the, the the just the whole thing is is a disaster. It's sad. It's it's just bleak. Well, I I, and, I agree uh, with it being sad and and bleak. But we are still inside the window where he is uh, under medication in in response to the back surgery. I mean, this isn't uh, an indication of him enjoying these prescription drugs for recreational purposes. He has a little bit of a history, if I may uh, refresh your memory, of some <laughs> issues of of liking these prescription drugs a little too much. And, and I mean, I, I don't want to get into the science of these drugs, but some of these have been shown to have some addictive qualities that are incredibly dangerous, uh, if not managed extremely carefully for somebody uh, who has shown these issues. So I guess that's where I'm, I'm really struggling well, uh, to, to, I, I, to see the positive. I would here. urge you not to fill in the blanks. I mean, at this stage, okay. uh, it may be the case. Everything you, you're saying is true. The, the, the <laughs> prescription drugs do indeed have, especially the ones that have been identified, have certain addictive properties. And he does have a history of, you know, um, having some kind of bad reaction to a combination of, of prescription drugs and at least in 2009 that was alcohol as well right uh 2009 was uh, ambien we believe okay um that was an ambient issue and, uh, that, that's when he he was lying on the street snoring um after his wife had freed him from the car. But both bo both incidents are <laughs> Sorry. No, I, look, both incidents are appalling in the sense that he found his way in this really incapacit incapacitated state to behind the the wheel of the car. He's an adult with children. It's it, even if he didn't have children, uh it's completely unacceptable. I mean, that that's, you know, that's why um, we have in this country very low tolerance for people getting behind the, uh, the, the wheel uh, under the influence of anything. But yeah. that's a totally unrelated proposition from where he is in his rehab, what, what progress he might be making physically, whether or not this most recent back surgery really did solve an issue um, that, that had been a hindrance to him returning to the stage. And if he shows the same commitment that we saw in 2016 to getting both his self, uh, his physical self, um, and his game in shape, now I'm, I'm setting aside deliberately his mental self because this yeah. is the thing about this most recent in incident that demonstrates uh, he's not there with his mental self still. But if he, well, look, if it, the golf yeah. and the physical can come back, then there's no reason that he can't return. He's 41 right now. He'll be 42, you know, towards the end of this year. Guys have been successful in their 40s at competitive golf. And Ben Hogan was hit by a bus and and came back and and won a couple of U.S. Opens. I get that, but I think that we're and this is what I'd, I'd ask you in the history of sports: has there has there been anybody? who has been this incredible at their craft and and suffered so many humiliating moments and, and embarrassments and things that have to eat away at your pride and confidence um, 
and I can't I can't think of anybody. And I think what I tried to write a piece for uh, for Golf Week to to try to point out that he. Uh, you know his tendency is not to listen to the people around him, and he has a couple of people in his life at the moment, and Mark Rolfing and and uh, Nota Begay, who who he knows from different reasons and, and is working on different projects with, who could who've been through this before, and we're very admirably discussing that openly on the air on Golf Channel. But my bigger uh, concern and issue in all of this is, I just I wonder if the, the his legacy now will be in our in our short attention span society this this fall and not the incredible accomplishments and and i we're worried that that will then add even more pressure or more misery because he is very proud of his legacy as he should be as a golfer and his resume is incredible and he as we watch the the game today being played he becomes more incredible what he did uh in his run in the face of a bunch of different things going on with technology and different stuff and so i just wonder how that's all going to play into his ability to ever uh find something that that allows him to play well again well i have two things to say about that uh in the first place his legacy isn't necessarily done and that's kind of you know why it's okay from 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 my perspective to let time go on to let him see whether or not he can achieve his goal of returning to competitive golf, that will add another chapter to the legacy. This this um, current you know challenge that's in front of him, the adventure of seeing if if you know fi- finally his physical his body will permit him to try and compete on a sustained basis. The thing that's going to stick out with us is it, this is a dude with bad judgment. Uh, we don't need any more examples of it. He has a combination of bad judgment and apparently nobody in his life close enough to him to either intercede or intervene when he's about to make a bad decision. There's no explanation for what he's doing up in the middle of the night like that. I mean, we understand it had to have been the case that the kids were with Elon this weekend. I mean, we certainly hope so. But it's inexplicable what he's doing up and and, and about it, you know, whatever, 2.30 in the morning. Uh, and and why it is that he's you know taken this cocktail of prescription medication in the middle of the night like that, and then secondly, how's he find his way to a car? How's there a car anywhere near him where he has the keys and he's going to go sit in the driver's seat and get behind the steering wheel? Those two pieces are are such bad bad judgment that uh, you know we're always going to have those as elements of the way we think about. Tiger, but it's still the case, and I'm still hopeful that there's competitive golf in front of him, and that's what I'm rooting for. All right, well, I, I, I'm rooting for it too, but I'm I'm afraid it's going to be a rough uh, rough go here. And and by the time people are listening to this, the uh, dashboard cam video will be out, and and uh, I don't I don't I just don't see it getting better for a while here. But uh, but hey, house, there's great news. The Memorial Tournament is this week. <laughs> How, how's that for a natural segue? It's a perfect uh, segue. $8.7 million on the line, 500 FedEx Cup points to the winner. Now, there is a three-year exemption to the winner of the Memorial, Jack Nicholas's tournament in Columbus, Ohio, uh, which is uh, his tournament in Bay Hill have a three-year exemption. So, of course, they have a very nice field. We're two weeks out from the U.S. Open. 
Interesting winners the last few years. Uh, last few years, it's been a playoff at the Memorial House. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama, then David Lingmurth, who I'm, I'm going to go with this week uh, oh, already. Just, wow. just grabbing him right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played very well. Colonial loves Muirfield Village. Uh, and then last year, William McGirt beat John Coran in a playoff. And I know you go back and watch the tape of that one frequently. Uh, Dustin Johnson did finish third, which is of note for people who are uh, thinking about filling out a little lineup card this week. Not that I'm exactly giving you a name that uh, was one you were you were unsure about <laughs> there. Uh, of course, Chief Leatherlips will probably work his magic once again. Uh, there's a 60% chance of scattered thunderstorms Friday through Sunday. It wouldn't be a memorial without it. Uh, mostly, I'm just sad, House, that uh, I'm not there this week because Dublin Village is one of the coolest towns next to a, a tour event that you can get. They're the best Starbucks staff in America. Oh they have Jenny's ice cream. Oh, Greater's Jenny's I, I, ice cream. That's yeah. right. That's You've in Ohio. Jenny's? Of course. I, I didn't realize. Yeah. For, I didn't put that, that two and two. Look, yeah. one of these years of the Shack House, we need to create the Shack House you know, tour. And go yeah, pick, yeah. pick four or five events. We're gonna we're gonna need to go to Austin together. We, yeah, Austin's a good we, one. We need to, Columbus is definitely a we winner. We need to go to this one together. And there's a couple more. Yeah, that we need to. It's a well-run tournament. It's uh, Columbus is is just uh, I love Columbus. I love Dublin Village. Uh, amazing AAA ballpark uh, there. One of, just an incredible place on a summer evening to be. Uh, Everything about it, the town, the the setup, it, the fun, the tournament functions well. There's not big traffic jams, and and then the players, uh, the players are happy because they're being treated well. So it's a, uh, and then of course Jack Nicholas is there, and uh, he was sensational in today's press conference. <laughs> he, I think he went over an hour. The guy's unbelievable, and he just, and of course typical Jack. Every question, you know, he finishes. It did. Is that it? is that good? Is that what you needed? Is that I mean, uh, who else does that? No, pro. Today's That's players a pro's are, pro right there. Oh my God, he's the best. Everybody else is looking at their watch, you know, and how how quickly can I get out of here? And he's here. He is. He's done this so many times, and yet he still does it. He's just uh, he's amazing, and it's a it's a great event. So I know you've probably looked over some past performances. Is there anything uh, you're you're excited about this week? So the besides. Obviously, Kevin Kisner, today's guest on the Shack House. Absolutely. Contending again. Love Kiz. Rooting for Kiz this week. Uh, one of the things I've taken note of in my memorial research, seven par fours uh, there at Mirfield Village that are 450 to 500 yards. And so I'm looking for guys that are good with long irons in their hands. Two guys, yeah. two off-the-beaten-path guys. You might not uh, expect to hear their names. Kyle Stanley and Shane ah. Lowry. Mm. Now, Shane Lowry was on fire uh, yeah. Sunday, and I actually thought that he, before the, the day started, I liked his Saturday uh, afternoon um, interview, the best of anybody else's interview. They, at the, uh, you're talking about at the... At Wentworth. BM, the BMW the PGA. The BMW yeah, yeah, PGA yeah. at Wentworth. Um, after he finished his round on Saturday, he gave an interview, uh, and I just liked his confidence. Uh, and so, yeah. going into Sunday, he was my pick for the guy that was going to, you know, the, the cream rising to the top. But um, real quick aside, how great was that event? I mean, we really had some outstanding performances from some brand name, um, top of the top of the world charts, um, uh, European players. 
Yeah, the, that event it has really struggled the last few years. They've had problems with the greens, and so this was the first time under the new commissioner's watch, and they uh, wheeled out a few of their innovations or whatever you want to call them, you know, the music on the range. They they toned down some of it after the, the tragedy in, at, uh, in Manchester. Right, right. Um, but they definitely wheeled out some of the things that they're trying to do to make the tour better. But ultimately, as we know, that's all nice stuff. But unless you have a compelling finish uh, on the weekend, it's it's all for naught. And they did. They had a great finish. Uh, Alex Norin just just uh, continues this uh, great play, you know, has as many wins now in, in the last year as Dustin Johnson. Uh, obviously, his are all in Europe, but uh, uh, and maybe not as strong of fields, but just a somebody we're going to talk about as we get to the u.s open odds here in a bit but yeah it was it was good to see that that wentworth didn't look as good as i'd hoped um house that area around there has some of the most beautiful courses with the heather and uh the trees and uh the heathland style golf can look so cool and it it looked very it still looked very modern and new and but it, it the players definitely responded so yeah there was that's it was, it's good to see that event kind of you know move past because it's they've had some rough goes the last few years with bad renovations and bad greens yeah. and cranky players. It was just noteworthy because it was great play by great players. I mean, anytime you get yeah. a leaderboard yeah. with those kind of names, I gets a little little pep in my step. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a fantastic weekend. Colonial was a, a great finish as well. And CBS, I thought, had a really strong telecast, a lot of Pro Tracer and, and uh, digital fun stuff. I mean, it was it was. I was going between that and the senior PGA, waiting for uh, waiting to hear uh, Marine One in the background. <laughs> you know, possibly landing while Bernard and he, he could have VJ. It is he could have he didn't make he it. He could have made it. I mean, it's only a tw- twenty minute at most, if, if that fifteen minute. Helicopter have you played ride. there? By the way, I'm sorry. Now, I have. now I'm in. A, I have. I'm taking us into a I, rattle. I play there. A what bunch is of with times. that? What is with that waterfall? Uh, is that for weddings or something? Well, it's, it's a I, I, course I, feature oh. of, of his. That's not the oh, only place please. with the waterfall. I think the place up in um, in uh, yeah, no, Westchester he, has the, the, the well. But this one, it's like a perfect half circle, and oh, it just it's and so they shuttled guys down to the what's normally the 18th tee and played that as the first hole up to the clubhouse. Don't, don't ask and me. Then, There's no accounting oh, for taste, Jeff Shackelford. What a mess. There's no yeah, accounting clearly. for taste. Well, I just noted that because they've talked about that as a PGA Championship venue, and I was watching and thinking, "Hmm, that'll that'll be interesting." But anyway, back to the back to the PGA Tour and the Memorial. Um, anybody? Uh, so, so you've got your your Kyle Stanley, Shane Lowry, pick. and then I have three other guys Shane Lowry. Uh, that I'm gonna, you know, I'm not sure if I'm gonna actually allocate any capital, but in terms of building fantasy lineups, Cooch, you have to have Cooch. Uh, he owns this place. Uh, you know, his worst performance in nine attempts is T26. He has six top tens, uh, yeah. including his, his win in 2014. Stuart Sink, a name I bet you didn't expect to hear on today's podcast. Uh, no, he's been playing okay. Yeah. <clears throat> he's played Muirfield Village 12 times, never missed a cut. And there are yeah. five top 25s in there as well. So uh, I'm, I like Stuart um, as a cheap uh, add-on, and whether it's DFS or whether it's a fantasy with salary kind of thing. And uh, my last guy, I like very much the performance of Charles Schwartzel. I remember his performance in the 2013 President's Cup. Even though the international team uh, did not win, 
he uh, performed quite well. He, he won his uh, singles match against Keegan Bradley. He and Usti Husti were spectacular. They beat Keegan and Phil in the four balls. And uh, Schwartzel with, uh, I see, five different um, outings, uh, 11th, a missed cut, 8th, 8th, 19th. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. and he's been showing signs of uh, real life, and uh, one of these weeks he's probably going to burst through. Well, I just I liked Lingmurth strictly on the great play last week and knowing how he loves Muirfield Village, and it's definitely a, a golf course that certain players love and certain other ones. Um, I think they get a little annoyed. You know, Jack Nicholas likes to do stuff there. He likes to tinker, and I think some of the players get a little annoyed at some of the over-tinkering and get bogged down in that. But most of them love it. Uh, they love the conditioning. It's impeccable always. And, uh, again, it's, it's, all, it's basically got a major championship vibe. So that's why it's such an ideal spot right before the U.S. Open and, and will remain so. Mr. Nicholas talked about that in his press conference today that – it's very safe in that spot and the tour and everybody values it there so it's just uh, a little wet usually that's the one the one bummer of this event so hopefully we uh, our friend chief leather lips will will not have the curse set on on the greater dublin area like he, he he's been known to do over the years um how should we should we take a little break here and uh and then uh, get into some some looking at u.s open numbers and who who we're liking as we're getting closer i think that's a wonderful idea all right let's let's uh absolutely hear a word from then our our great friends at odyssey uh the geniuses at odyssey genius at odyssey yeah they're genius well hey you know they went four for four on all the major global tours last weekend that's pretty good Uh, alex noran took just 24 putts en route to that staggering 62 to win the bmw you know how many holes it takes me to take make make 24 putts yeah 24 putts is pretty amazing phil's had two 21 putt rounds this year on the tour which is just insane but anyway also, by the way, with an Odyssey putter. Yeah. I didn't plan that. Yep. Uh, Kevin Kisner, who are, uh, will be our guest today on the Shack House, uh, hold four key back nine birdies with his trusty number seven. Oh, yeah. That's Odyssey's most popular head shape. Odyssey was also in the winner's circle on the Champions in Japan tour. So uh, it's uh, especially hot right now with the O-Works micro hinge. You know all about it. You've seen the Odyssey bags uh, this month on the tour. They're the cool bags with all the little circles and highlighting the micro hinge insert that provides a new way to roll. And, and of course, it's a perfect addition to Dad's bag this Father's Day. So visit odysseygolf.com slash Father's Day to look at the Father's Day gift guide that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. It's really handy. And of course, Odyssey is the number one putter in golf. Pals, we're also brought to you by SeatGeek. As you know, buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated and confusing, but there is a better, simpler way to buy, and that is with SeatGeek. It's the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. Seamless mobile experience. You can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. That's two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices. I love this part. It's fully guaranteed. Have the SeatGeek app on my phone. By far the easiest way to shop for my Nationals tickets. National League East leading Nationals. Bryce Harper not taking any crap no. from any <laughs> San Francisco giant bum who, who does nothing but give up home runs. He has to hit him three years later. 
Anyway, I bet I'll use my SeatGeek app to get some tickets to that Giants game so I can get nice and close and tell Hunter Strickland yeah. where he can go. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Anyway, I can be anywhere with just a few taps. Instantly find seats. I use SeatGeek for those national tickets, and it's designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. Saving you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices. And to get your most, the most bang for your buck, they grade every ticket based on value to help you immediately find the best seats that fit your budget. Every purchase fully guaranteed, so you can shop for seat tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. And it doesn't end with sports. Plenty of concert, comedy, and theater tickets available, too. Shack House listeners get a $20 rebate off their SeatGeek purchase. To get that $20 rebate, download the SeatGeek app, go to the Settings tab, click Add a Promo Code, enter promo code HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made that first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code HOUSE today. Make SeatGeek your go-to ticket source for all things PGA and beyond. Before uh, I go to the U.S. Open, which I'm getting excited about now. I wasn't really excited about Aaron Hills, but, you know, I had to do a little research for Golf Week uh, and figure out 10 players to watch. And I've been kind of I really dreaded it, to be honest with you, because I like it when we have a little something to look at and figure out what might be the key to doing well at a golf course or somebody's track record or a horse for course. And, And we have nothing. Uh, we have Jordan Spieth, who shot 69 in the U.S. Amateur there in 2011 in the stroke play, and then won three matches before losing in the quarterfinals to England's Jack Sr. So that's about the extent of track records there, unless Patrick Cantlay qualifies, which there's a very good chance he will because he's a good player and playing well this year. And he was a semifinalist at Aaron Hills in 2011. But other than that, we just don't have many... Uh, rounds by great players to to look to. So I find these numbers to just be amazing to look at. Uh, <laughs> well, look, but that that said, I I you know obviously Dustin Johnson and Jordan Spieth are are must takes if you're uh, drafting a little bit of a team. Uh, I, I there's no golf course that Dustin Johnson can't play well on, and Jordan Spieth has a track record and has showed some signs of life now again. Right. At, uh, that, I mean, we don't. Uh, I know they're not your price level. Yeah, they're but. they're they're terribly priced. Yeah. But we yeah, are yeah, yeah. going to have the benefit on the shack house of a little bit of U.S. Open insider intelligence. We do have a guest. Yeah. Coming up here. Uh, yeah. Where we're going to have the week of the, the open, not today. But coming up. But yeah. I just wanted to want to tease this for a little bit for folks. We're going to get actually we're going to have a double. We're going to have a double whammy. We're going to get a lot of good insights. Yeah, uh, exactly. In, 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 yeah, so I, up. I, so I just wanted to set the stage for the fact okay. we're going to have some Teaser. some perspective here over the next few weeks yeah. to share with folks at this early stage with the prices where they are. The one piece of feedback that continues to resonate, I know. Uh, on Shane Shane Bacon's podcast, we're 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 good guys like that. We'll talk about other people's podcasts. Uh, no no problem. Shane um, uh, this week had uh, played Aaron Hills recently, and, yeah. and his take is that it is a bombers golf course. That this, it is a great big massive epic piece of land, and that uh, guys that can hit the ball a mile may do well here. So I'm going to go yeah. ahead. 
and you know just circle a few names at the kind of price that I like. So one name that's jumping off the page right now at me at 40 to 1 is Brooks Kepka. Known bomber Brooks Kepka. I also like very much the price. Now I have to think about though I'll pay attention to form a little bit, but I love the price of JB Holmes on my sheet available right now at 100 to 1. Known bombardier JB Holmes at 100 to 1. Yes, I like that price. And another yeah. guy I'm giving a little consideration, also in that same over 100 to 1 price, my good friend Tony Finau, who has been showing a little bit of form, 125 to 1. Those are three guys that I'm giving a little consideration. Just on this, this bomber's paradise, I'm going to figure out a way to play those three, maybe a couple top 20s. Uh, maybe a little parlay, something, you know, I'll figure something out for those. That's at this stage of the game. Those big bombers are guys I'm looking at. Well, I, uh, I, I'm not particularly enthralled with those choices, okay. but it's, okay. it's early, but they're, they're, they're guys to watch in the next couple weeks. And that's why we're throwing this out there is who to keep an eye on. Obviously, I think when you hear from our guest today, Kevin Kisner, you're going to want to keep an eye on him just because he's so steady has been playing so well. Uh, Alex Noren is still at 60 to one, even though he's the eighth ranked player in the world and shown himself to be uh, on form. You know, his ball striking earlier in the year wasn't so hot. Uh, and now he seems to have gotten that uh, really kind of uh, locked in. And yeah, his, that, that five his iron. short game is that five iron was sublime. Yeah, scram- sublime. That was epic. Sublime. Yeah. yeah. Um, Scrambling ability is sensational. Same with Kevin Kistner. I always like scrambling in the U.S. Open. Just be, even, even though I know we're talking about a golf course that's wide and big and all that stuff, it, it just always seems to come down to that. Um, Kevin Chappell is uh, eighty to one, which is somebody to, again to watch how he plays the next few weeks. But how's I was shocked, shocked. No, really, really, I'm shocked that you did not mention. Shane Lowry at 100 to 1, given that he was leading the U.S. Open a long time last year. Now, granted, it was Oakmont, whatever, uh, but he's 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 rounding into form. Uh, he is a fine player when he's on. He, I think, uh, would be a great redemption story. This is a big. Now, this golf course has kind of been considered an Irish links, which it's not. It's very lush, but um, there won't be a lot of run on the ball, I don't think, unless they have a, a heat wave. But it's a big uh, kind of dunes-like links-looking course. It, it, if it had trees, though, it would play just like an inland course. It's just that it's a little more exposed, so people get caught up in that. But I just think that somebody like him is going to respond to to that venue, just kind of knowing what he likes, whereas Rory McIlroy does not generally like big open who? treeless who'd you just say roy mcelroy who, who is that uh he's a, a recently married player who is withdrawing left and right and by the way if you, you want to um i'm gonna try to get it on my blog I, I tonight i i don't get the transcripts but jack was asked about roy mcelroy and all of his uh injuries and he loves rory but he did make sure to make clear to everybody that between Arnold Palmer himself and Gary Player, uh, they had absolutely zero WDs over the course of their career uh, from from injury well, uh, in tournaments they entered. I, I, yeah, I do was, want uh, the next yeah. when we anyway. talk when we talk uh, next week. I do want to make sure that we have Rory as a as an item to treat. The thing that okay. that galls me about 
um, the, these injuries now, and I'm going to have the time between now and next week to do this. Tiger did never missed tournaments at his prime. This is right. the, like he, these are all these missed opportunities right now at his age and at his sort of physical um, what what should be at the heights of his, his physical. Yeah, you, that you can't get them back. Um, you know, between the stupid kickabout with the with the soccer, and you know this this whatever this um, this lat thing is or back thing is that that's messing up the 2017 schedule. Yeah, you just can't get these this this time back these tournaments back. No, so no. Uh, we'll, and I, we'll, I at some point we we are gonna have to I don't know who we have to discuss it with, but at some point we have to question how uh, the effect of of money. And um, the the amount of money some of these players make, and, and and Rory is somebody who likes nice things in the world. He likes to he likes to enjoy a nice home, and and buy cool cars, and use his money to enjoy life. And and it's not I'm not it's not a knock on him. You just have to wonder though if there's a softening effect or a deadening effect where a guy just says, you know what, this isn't quite right. What do I need to go to Columbus for this week? I can sit at home, hit balls, uh, relax, sit by the pool, uh, go to my gym, get my uh, have my masseur work on me, whatever it is. And and you just do wonder if there's some of that 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 ultimately is is uh, going to soften some of these guys. Well, I mean that, um, that's... I think that and I think that's why people respond to Jordan Spieth because you never feel like that. And and again, it's not a knock on Rory. It's great that he's making money and he enjoys it. But Jordan and Jordan Spieth does too. He likes to take a private jet. He likes the perks. But there is a sense with him that it's uh, you know like he would rather have been at his brother's graduation last week. But he was a defending champion and he needs to play well. And he was there grinding uh, very hard because he wants to win the U.S. Open again. So anyway, yeah. we went. I I have one more name before we move on to our guest, Kevin Kisner. Let's hear it. Uh, Again, a little surprise you didn't mention. Um, and because he, you know, any chance to mention that he blocked me and like I, 45 I knew you were other go writers. Here. I like him. I'm, I'm going to pick Billy him. Billy Horschel. I'm 150 to one. So here, there's two ways to look at Aaron Hills. And I think it's something to watch when you see players tweeting and all that. The greens apparently are immaculate. People are saying they've never seen greens like this. There's been no play. It's this A4 bent grass. And they are just raving. They've never seen anything like this. So... Putting is going to be very different here than the, the normal U.S. Open where there's the, the, the POA. So there's two ways to look at it. The pure putter, the, the, the Jordan Spieth of the world, is going to make everything he looks at if he can read the greens. The other way to look at it is maybe a putter who's not as good, Billy Horschel, who is a great ball striker when he has it locked in, uh, will thrive because he's not thinking about bumps. Or Adam Scott, who can get a little wigged out on POA uh, and openly talks about that. So I, it's going to be a very interesting thing. It could go either way, that this place could elevate bad putters or it could just make the really great putters, you know, somebody like uh, uh, Kevin Kisner and some of these guys who are just week-to-week week putting so well no matter where they go, just become uh, ben Crenshaw and Bobby Locke all in one in one week. So it's just something to watch in the scouting reports. I got it. Uh, as players I like go it. Yeah. Good, 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 um, good, good way to sort of knock the rust off a little bit here. We're going to have, yeah, we have another couple of shows here to really go through some names, but there's a lot to chew yeah. on right now. All right. So our guest today, though, he's 33. He just won the Dean and DeLuca at Colonial, Kevin Kisner. Uh, he's had a lot of close calls this year, probably, arguably, the shot of the year in a non-major. Uh, his hole out for Eagle in the dark. 
at the Zurich Classic to force a playoff that had to be finished the next day where he and his partner, Scott Brown, ultimately lost. Uh, but just a little bit about Kevin. He uh, lives in, in uh, Aiken, South Carolina. He plays at Palmetto Golf Club, uh, winner of the 2015 RSM Classic. And, of course, he was a member of Georgia's NCAA winning championship team in 2005, Web.com tour graduate. But he's been playing the tour full-time since 2010, but now it feels like he really has things locked in with his game. So we uh, are very pleased, aren't we, House, to to have Kevin Kisner join us today. Very, very excited. Can't wait to talk about celebratory beverages with Kiz. All right. Well, on the Shack House now is Kevin Kisner. Kevin, thank you so much for uh, joining us in the aftermath of uh, winning at one of the most historic tournaments on the PGA Tour. How you feeling? What have you been thinking about? What What about that uh, that great final round has uh, stood out to you after a couple of days? Oh man, it's been a great great time. I, I was fortunate enough to have a lot of family there with me to enjoy the win. And uh, Colonial is such a special place that I just really love playing golf there. It's it's a great golf course. Fits my game well, and just proud to be uh, honored to be on that wall after after a great week. Kids, it's house. House. I have yeah. I have a question. I hope will not get you in any trouble. Uh, you right. go right there, house. Well, no, Come on, I'm, I'm interested We're, in gotta warm him up a little. I want to know what the what the celebratory beverage of choice oh. was, <laughs> and then I want to know how that that celebration compared, you know, against like a say a usual Wednesday night. <laughs> well, Wednesday nights are pretty chill if I'm at a tournament. Um, but after the round, the guys that had the golf course, all the members were so awesome. They, you know, everywhere I turned, they were handing me another beer. I don't even know what they were. I was just, uh, having drinks with everybody, and it was a cool celebration in the clubhouse. All the members were there. And hung out with them for an hour or two. and You know, it was just special. It, it really made you feel like a part of the family there. So, Kevin, you, uh, you, you you have this win now. It's your second win on the tour at a great golf course. we got the U.S. Open coming up. Uh, does does uh, this win change anything in your mindset kind of going to Aaron Hills? Are you going to gonna make a scouting trip, or are you just going to kind of show up and, and do your scouting on, on the, the tournament days? And uh, Have you ever even been there, I guess, would be my I've first question. I've never been there. <laughs> um, I know that. I've done it both ways on the scouting trip and not doing it, and, and I'm just not going to go this year. I'm going to go on Sunday afternoon. I heard it's long, so uh, I know y'all saw I was playing that, that new Callaway Epic Hybrid last week, so I'll probably be wearing that thing out into those par fours <laughs> up there. So um, It was great off the tee at Colonial, but I think I'll be smoking it from the fairway at Aaron Hills, what I've heard. Kev, I, I have a question for you. Uh, that is also, again, a little delicate. Now, this isn't one that, that we're going to have to worry about apologizing to anybody about, but I'm not sure <laughs> the right way to ask it exactly, other than to make an observation. We have been fans of yours since you burst on the scene, you know, 18 months, two years ago. Two wins on tour already, six second places, a bunch of playoffs. We have taken note of, and especially we saw this on Sunday, Shaq and I were kind of exchanging uh, you know, texts that were like, hey, hey, look at Kisner. Uh, he's looking a little ripped. Now, I'm not trying to say anything about what you look like before, but there's definitely a slight difference in my, what I'll call your physical profile. Is, has something changed in your fitness regimen? Well, not a ton. You know, I, I probably work out more. I, uh, I actually started working out with another guy at home that 
I just told him I wanted to lift like uh, he would train anybody. So probably some more weights involved at home. On the road, I have my trainer that uh, keeps me in check on the road and, and keeps it more golf-specific. But uh, I like to push some weight around every once in a while. It kind of helps me get some aggression out. And uh, Kevin, what about your uh... – I, I hate this word team, but you know it's kind of nice. I think for people to hear, just sort of, uh, you you have a, a a pretty young teacher, John Tillery, I believe, and and um, tell us kind of how that works because you know one of the things I've noticed of late, and I was mentioning this to House, is how many guys have their teachers now hanging around the actual tournament days, not just just uh, the instructor there early and then flying out on Wednesday, but kind of hanging around uh, through the weekend. Uh, tell us how you guys uh, met, how you work, and, and what kind of things you work on. Well, John's been uh, instrumental in my career. Uh, I was really struggling when I went to go see him. and uh, We kind of set a plan out four years ago, and uh, I, I remember telling him, if you can get me to hit it straight, I can win on the PGA Tour. And He kind of looked at me in the way I was swinging then and started laughing, and I said, I'm serious. So I took him at his word. He took me at mine, and, and uh, we've had a great career. We we kind of do things a little different than most of these guys. We don't do a ton of work on the road. I like to do my work at home, and, and when I get to a tournament, I'm just there to play golf. So he comes to a lot of the tournaments, but we, we really don't work on technique that much. At tournaments, mostly uh, certain types of shots that we know we need for the for that course, uh, and he keeps everything else in check that, that we're working on. and. It's pretty cool because now four years in, you know, he can he can just casually mention something that I know what he's talking about off the top of my off the top of his head, and, and I can instrument that into my practice. Hmm. Are you a TrackMan uh, user? Well, I, you know, I think the TrackMan was huge, probably more two or three years ago. I, once you hit enough balls on it, you can you can pretty much tell what your what your numbers look like. Hmm. Uh, we use it on driver testing, obviously, with the Callaway guys. We'll, we'll bring the track man out to see if we're gaining any ball speed. And uh, But most of the time, you can, you can read that track man by watching the ball flight. Hey, Kevin, I'm interested in talking a little bit about an event uh, a few weeks ago, uh, not only because you had a great performance, but also because it looked like you were really uh, enjoying the format, and that's the Zurich team event where you played with one of your teammates from, from Georgia with Scott Brown, and you guys played your way into, into the playoff there. Tell us a little bit about it. it, it oh, wait, wait, wait. House, you kind of undersold that. He, he holed out for Eagle. I, look, I mean, it, it, it was the most exciting <laughs> moment of the, of the, of the whole yeah, event. Maybe of the season, yeah, it's the shot of the year. But, yeah, go on. <laughs> well, well I, I, I'm interested in hearing, you know, it looked like you really responded to that, that team format, that team concept. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about your experience there. Well, I kind of go back to I grew up playing all the team sports. So I, I didn't always just play golf. Uh, I started focusing mostly on golf in ninth to tenth grade, and I love the team atmosphere. Uh, I like you know pulling for each other, being a leader, trying to. Uh, I like having the extra extra responsibility of somebody else is relying on you. So it was a ton of fun. Scott and I play a ton of golf together at home. We know each other's games very well, so it was an easy fit for us just to get in contention and, and it was kind of weird and you know in contention having a chance to win and, and having trying to do it for more than just yourself or, or you and your caddy it was it was a cool experience did you uh 
I mean, without obviously naming names or anything, but did you hear any interesting stories from the week about uh, teams, you know, that were meshing or teams that weren't or some of the just kind of the dynamics of team play? And like you said, just the, the difference of what that's like down the stretch was where uh, were guys talking about that a lot in the, the locker room after the rounds. I didn't hear a whole lot of talk about it, but I, I know uh, I heard a few guys talking about you had to have somebody that complimented your game. So uh, hmm. just because you had two guys that hit it long wasn't necessarily the best thing. You know, guys like sitting in certain spots and guys like playing from certain spots that other guys may not. And I think that's what helped Scott and I so much is we know each other's game so well that I knew where he didn't want to be. He knew where I didn't want to be. And and uh, we we did everything in that alternate shot to not put each other in, in harm's way and uh, I, I really think going back to that tournament, that's that's what helped us the most is knowing each other's game so well. I have to ask you about something that's a little inside baseball. This is about our, our good friends at Callaway. Uh, I understand in the last uh, handful of weeks you did a little shoot with those guys, and there was a moment there where you uh, swapped places with the camera guy. You jumped behind the camera, and our, our, our beloved friend Tony jumped out onto the, the tee there and tried to take some swings. There might have been a wager about, you know, how Tony was going to do. And uh, maybe I, I'll let you tell it a little bit. Tell, tell the story a little bit. Yeah, I've had a great relationship with Callaway. You know, we, ever since I switched over to the those guys, my golf game has just, has just gone off the maps. And, and I can't thank them enough. And we have a great relationship. So every time I do a shoot with those guys, we have a lot of fun. So at the end, I always do a roll reversal with Tony, and and if he hits a ball over 250 yards in the fairway, I shotgun a beer. If he doesn't, he has to shotgun. So I'm yet to have to shotgun yet, so Tony needs to brush up on his skills a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right, so, Kevin, you play at one of my favorite places on the planet, one of the coolest golf courses, Palmetto. Um can you just tell people who don't know about it a little bit about the place, and then also uh, <clears throat> can you mention how your cart privileges are these days? <laughs> Palmetto is most dear to my heart places in the planet. Uh, it's an 1892 original, and it's about 6,900 yards from the from the back tees, and you hit every club in your bag. And you know, I I think that's what really helped me around Colonial is the small pushed up greens is a lot like Palmetto, and you just basically can't short side yourself. And and my opinion, that's what keeps you. Uh, keeps you going at Colonials by missing on the fat side of the green and, and giving yourself looks at birdie and par is a great score and the kind of same conditions at, at Palmetto Golf Club though. the cart privileges are, are still the same they allow me to drive on every once in a while <laughs> now was that overblown a little bit that 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 cart race and the uh, ensuing um, uh, <clears throat> fallout are, are, are or things, you know, yeah, I they're, think they're okay. overblown and, and uh, <laughs> okay, good. Obviously, everything's back to normal around there. And uh, the, the funny thing is, uh, when stuff like that happens, the amount of rumors that come out afterwards, and it's just you know, it's all it's all fine now. And it was, uh, we probably shouldn't have done it, it was just to be a joke. Yeah, some of the guys at the club didn't understand that side of it, but once I got in front of them and told them my story, you know, everything was fine. Do you uh, do you ever go play over at Aiken Golf Club? I I stopped in there after the Masters this year, and that looks like a really really fun course too. I love going to play over there. They're just a bunch of good old boys that play over there. They have a little dog fight on Saturdays that I go play. The rule is, you know, I don't know if you played it, but it is extremely tight and really really yeah. short. So they make me hit <laughs> yeah. driver on every hole. 
that's my rule is I have to hit driver. And so sometimes you're trying to slice drivers 20 yards and not hit it over the green. Uh, but, it, it, you know, one of the things I do before the U.S. Open is normally when everybody's air fine is I go over there and hit drivers on that place because you can drive it there. You can drive it anywhere. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. Uh, perfect segue. Uh, These next two weeks, uh, are you playing in the Memorial or, or down in uh, at the St. Jude? I am sitting in the locker room at Mirafield Village right now. Oh, wonderful! Beautiful. Wonderful. Did you have a milkshake? I'm getting ready to get one. What are you going to get? Buckeye every time. Yeah, yeah. That's hard to beat. That's you know the house. That's the peanut butter and chocolate. Of oh course, in case my you god! Yeah. you're killing me yeah. right now. All right, Kevin. Well, <laughs> yeah, we as good as I get to. Yeah, yeah, and they and they don't really share them with the media either, which I'm I'm a little bitter about. But anyway, it's it's you guys <laughs> deserve it. It's a perk of being there. It's a great tournament, great week. Uh, Dublin's an awesome place, right? It's a lot of fun to hang out there and uh, relaxed week uh, on the PGA Tour. Yeah, it's a tour, super cool event. They take really good care of us, and, and uh, always one of my favorites to come back to. Well, Kevin, good luck this week, and obviously good luck in a, in a few weeks at Aaron Hills in the U.S. Open. We'll be watching and, and uh, eagerly anticipating you uh, using that epic uh, hybrid off the fairways into the greens and, and uh, bringing home the U.S. Open Yeah, trophy. man. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Take Kev. care. All right. Take it easy. All right, everybody. we got to close the show, of course, with a word from Chromesoft, the ball that changed the ball. Callaway has been the fastest growing major golf ball brand since 2013, and the Chrome Soft has been a major part of that. It's because it's extremely fast, it's incredibly soft, and unbelievably easy to control, which is why many of the best players in the world have changed to Chrome Soft, including, you've heard this name today, Alex Noren. That's right, the guy who shot that staggering 62 to win the BMW PGA on Sunday. Chrome Soft is in his bag. And what better way to celebrate Father's Day than to give Dad some custom Chrome Soft golf balls. Get over to CallawayGolf.com slash Father's Day. Explore that gift guide. Customize those babies' house. The customized tool built by the web team headed by Chris Villardo at Callaway. It is a fun, fun thing to do. Great time kill, too. I really, it's it's almost like a meditation for me just to, just to make up custom products. So anyway, it's a ball to change a ball. Check it out, CallawayGolf.com. That's perfect. Thanks, Shaq. So I also want to thank our good friends at Proper Cloth. Something always off when it comes to dress shirts. I am six foot three, 200 pounds, give or take. That's like a 17 and a half, 36, 37 off the shelf. But off the shelf is always leaving a little room. There's always something wiggling. I need something that that helps me with my uh, middle-age silhouette at this stage of the game. Luckily, ordering a custom fit shirt has never been easier thanks to Proper Cloth. They guarantee a perfect fit, meaning that if somehow your shirt doesn't fit perfectly, they will remake it. For free. Stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Go to propercloth.com slash Shaq House today. Enter gift code Shaq House to save $20 on your first shirt. All right, and uh, thanks again to Kevin Kisner for uh, joining us today, House. Uh, we have a couple of exciting guests lined up. We're going to get those recorded before we <laughs> reveal more on that, but we're very excited. We're going to get you in the mood for the U.S. Open the next coming week, uh, f- next few weeks. Uh, we are pumped. 
It is going to be uh, a crazy, wacky, wide-open U.S. Open, so we're uh, going to do our best to educate everybody a little bit on the golf course, the telecast, oh, there's a hint, uh, and other fun stuff. So should be an uh, exciting few weeks. Enjoy the mor- memorial, everyone, and we'll uh, talk to you soon. Jack, you're, on putting, the... you're putting me on the mood. You're putting me in the mood. You're putting me in the mood. I'm, I'm, I'm... we got to have a lot more. Shaq, oh! This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.